You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow your side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews Akome. So let's get started. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to the Side Hustle Pro Podcast. It's your host, Nikayla. And today I thought I would check in with some business and life updates for you guys. So we kicked off the year talking all about the Side Hustle Pro Bootcamp, just letting you guys know how to go from your idea to actually finding out who your target audience is, actually testing out your side hustle idea, and then how to keep moving forward and developing that content and really ironing it out, fleshing it out. This is my second time doing the boot camp. That was part of my goal for first quarter of the year. I really wanted to develop a solid boot camp. What I'll probably do is create something that's more evergreen. So, you know, once you join the boot camp, you'll get your weekly emails and things like that. Because I think because I was creating the content at the same time, as putting it out there. I didn't really have that time to promote it and do all those other things that I would love to do with it. So that is kind of a peek into my first update. So my first update is, y'all know, you should know by now that I'm very much focused on this 12-week sprint process that I always do. Um, My adaptation of it is called the Goal-Getter Action Plan. And in that way of approaching my business, I focus on certain things each month. So to kick off the year, January was all about focusing on content creation. So content for the podcast, content for Nikayla TV, which I'll get into in a little bit. And then thinking through a little bit for February, February is more focused on the social media marketing and promotion of that content. But in January, I did think through the what I would need to do the social media promotion. So Let's break it down one thing at a time. So business updates on the podcast front. What I was focusing on there is just getting into a consistent rhythm again with creating content. Um, As many of you have experienced the last two years have kind of been up and down starts and stops. And a lot of that was due to us and, you know, not having our son in daycare. So with the lack of childcare, just having to do a lot of juggling. And with that, it was hard to have a specific day and time where I can have guest schedules. So I had less and less guest interviews after a while. I was doing a lot of solos, which I was happy to do because I like giving you guys an update on what I'm doing. Um, In the midst of that, I still was able to launch video interviews. So I'm really happy about that. And I was still able to keep pushing out the podcast, like even with all the challenges. So really, really proud of myself for that. So this year, now that, you know, we have more of a system going with childcare and, and with how we do the juggle, still don't have him in daycare yet, but um, there's hope on the horizon, you guys. So I'll get more into that probably next month when, you know, things are more finalized. So anywho, now that we have more of a system, I was like, okay, I'm going to get back to my guest interviews. So that's what I've done. But I also was like, I want to get back to the boot camp. You know, at the top of each January, I want to um, re-record the content. I want to think through the steps a little bit more. So that's what I focused on. And focusing on that one thing, the content, meant that I gave myself grace and permission to not promote it on social. Um, So focusing on one thing, the content, meant that I gave myself permission to 
put other things as a lower priority. So I wasn't promoting things on social media. You know, I'm a team of one right now. I'm in between social media managers. So I was not putting pressure on myself to do social, to do reels, to try to do TikTok and all this other stuff. I was like, I am just going to create the content. So that included the podcast and that included content for my personal lifestyle YouTube, Nikayla TV. So in doing that, I had a chance to get back to listing out and really researching people that I would want in the guest chair to prepare for when I was ready to do guest outreach. Um, Thankfully, my virtual assistant is back on deck. So happy to have her back in the building. Um, She was out on maternity leave. So really happy to, you know, be able to have that support again. So now we have a more seamless process again with reaching out to guests, with following up with them, with um, sending them their reminders, with managing my inbox and all of that. Um, So that's that also kept me having to be really laser focused on content and not able to do anything else because between the admin of the inbox and then the, um, which I can't say I was doing a great job at, but <laughs> between that and the actual content, you know, that kept me busy. So I love just honing in on one thing, sticking to my 12 week sprint process, really focusing on one to two goals a month. It really gets me back into a good place. So now I'm not ahead yet with content, but I'm catching up there and I I have a plan. And that's that's the first step. Have a plan, work the plan. So business update, podcast is getting on track content wise. Um, January really put us in a good place. Virtual assistant is back. Guest outreach is going out. And guess what? Through all of these challenges, Side Hustle Pro hit 6 million downloads, all right? 6 million downloads, 6 million downloads, 6 million downloads. I'm so proud of myself, you guys. But um, more than that, I'm so thankful. I am so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this show. Thank you for rocking with Side Hustle Pro. Thank you for sharing this podcast. Thank you for tweeting about this podcast. Thank you for tagging me when you're listening to this podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Like it is because of you guys that the podcast continues to grow. Um, we started this in June 2016, and now we've crossed the 6 million downloads mark. And we're just going to keep growing from there. And I just I just feel so very blessed through the ups and downs of last year, the last two years, through the starts and stops, through really each day. Each week, it's like we, um, me and my team, we are just trying to get each episode out. We're going, we've been going week by week. Shout out to my editor, Chris. Like sometimes I'm getting episodes like <laughs> in like the the final hour or whatever they call it. And, you know, he's getting them back to me and we're managing to push them out and it's worth it. You know, it's worth it. We're starting to see the listens pick up again because there was a time when, you know, people were commuting less, downloads were dropping, and then also there were some hiccups in different distribution platforms that led to downloads to not be reported accurately. So they were looking like they were even less than they were. And so that caused hiccups, you know, with sponsors and things like that. But we kept pushing and we've crossed the 6 million downloads mark. So that deserves a pause for celebration. So thank you guys. And, and that's my son celebrating and screaming in the background as well. 
So what's next in terms of the podcast and business update is um, I have some changes on the horizon that will allow me to get even more consistent with batch recording. So more on that next month. I have some ideas percolating. I'm really excited about that. And I'm excited to get into a place where my team feels like they have enough time to edit. They have enough time to create graphics, to you know write and schedule show notes and social media posts to promote the episodes and all that good stuff. Like when I'm in a good place, they're in a good place so my goal you know this quarter is to really get back into a good place as I was pre-pandemic now let's do an update on Nikayla TV YouTube so what's going on with Nikayla TV YouTube so if you don't know I launched my personal and lifestyle YouTube channel back last year that was my side hustle and and that's what inspired me to even launch the side hustle pro boot camp and I started out and it was really focused on being more like of a hair YouTube channel at first because I was actually interested in exploring some business ideas I had around hair so that process allowed me to realize like as much as I love hair and you know trying on different hairstyles different wigs and things like that right now you know February 2022 I don't see myself developing those things um right now that could change I I give myself permission to change my mind in the future but right now it's not my focus and so I want my channel to be broader than that and so I had to kind of go back to the drawing board a, a little bit and do some more thinking through of this side hustle so all the steps that I shared with you guys in the side hustle pro boot camp I went through those steps I went back to thinking through well Okay, just because I like trying new wigs, that doesn't mean I want to have a whole business around that or a whole side hustle around that. I mean, number one, like I don't necessarily want to um, overly promote any particular brand. I, I can't necessarily vouch for the whole brand. I don't even know who's behind a lot of those brands. I might just have, you know, like the quality of the hair. And I also, um, you know, I had to think through, okay, who is my target viewer? Who is this person? What else are they consuming? Where can I find them online? What what are they interested in that I am interested in and that I want to create to, you know, find that middle ground and all of that. So again, all of the things I talked about in step two of the boot camp, which was how to find your target audience. And so what I learned from that process is I learned more about who my target person is, who's watching, who I'm speaking to and what they want to see. And also what I want to create. And I realized I like creating lifestyle content and I like beauty and I like fashion as well, but I am, I'm more into like everyday, like what I would actually wear on a regular basis. Like I shop at Target, I shop at Boohoo. Like, um, you know, sometimes I'm, I, I'm, I might splurge for a luxury thing, but that's not all that I'm about. So I knew that I wasn't necessarily in that um, realm on YouTube. And I, I'm more of like, I love a good deal. I love some Amazon shopping. <laughs> okay. Um, and then of course I gotta, you know, I love supporting black owned businesses. A lot of the people who are in the guest chair on Side Hustle Pro, I've already shopped from their brand like months, years before they're ever in the guest chair. So I want to highlight some of those things as well. And that has really helped me to decide on what kind of content I want to make. So I was able to sit down and write out ideas for video content. I really got inspired. I've gotten in the zone. I've also gotten into a creation rhythm. And that is really, really important because anytime you see people put content out into the world, 
anyone who's doing this on a on a major level, on a consistent level, they have to think through that. They have to plan. You don't just wake up. I know it looks like a lot of these YouTubers, they just wake up and they start filming and they just take you along with their day. But no, actually, they had to think about that. They had to think about getting up, turning the camera on, then getting back in bed <laughs> to record themselves getting up. They had to station the camera to show them walking to the living room, walking here, walking there. They had to think to charge their batteries and take you along with them and replace the battery because it probably died as they were out and about and, you know, vlogging. And in addition to vlogging, you know, lifestyle content is not just about vlogging. Um, vlogging actually takes a lot of time and it's easy to overthink that because you, you, you forget that people just enjoy seeing the mundane of your life. Like what is mundane to you is not mundane to other people. But that said, because you feel that way, it's easy to overthink it. So you have to remember that in addition to vlogging, there's other kinds of content that fit in within lifestyle. There's other kind of chit chat. There's other kind of things you can do like calls or other kind of experiences that you can share, other updates, other um, life lessons or like um, lessons of things you do around the house, whatever. Um, I was really surprised by how much people loved. I tried out a Sunday reset video where I just kind of showed how I reset my mind and my mood to get ready for the week ahead. And people are really enjoying that video. So um, I'm enjoying creating content. I'm still not putting overt pressure on the Kayla TV to be any XYZ thing. I'm giving myself space to grow, to transform, and to see where it's taking me before I decide on, okay... I like this and here's where I want it to go. Um, with any side hustle, give yourself that permission. Don't like put hard and fast rules like, oh, this needs to turn into this and I need to use this to become X. No, like give yourself that space. That's why it's a side hustle um, because my main job is Side Hustle Pro Podcast and my side hustle is Nikayla TV. Nikayla TV is not making me any money. I'm not putting pressure on it to make me any money. I'm giving myself um, time to develop. And also I, I, I really am just loving the process. The, the It's kind of therapeutic um, to film and then, you know, see it become a final result and to put it out there. There's like a sense of pride. There's just all these things. And, you know, my creators know, if you know, you know, if you know, you know how it feels when you create a YouTube video and see the final product. So I'm enjoying that process. So that's the update with Nikayla TV. Um, I release episodes every Sunday and Wednesday on YouTube, Nikayla TV YouTube. So go over there and subscribe if you want to see my updates, what I do in my daily life, um, you know, who I am outside of the podcast is basically how I describe it. So go ahead and check those videos out. And I'll also, of course, share it with my list. You know, frequently when I drop a video that's relevant, I'll just kind of include it in my um, newsletter updates so you guys know what I'm up to. So another update is moving into February. So January is content. February is all about content distribution. Social media manager is next up on my list to hire. I've had some awesome experiences, um, you know, with my last two social media managers. So <laughs> they leave hard shoes to fill. Every time um, someone moves on and outgrows the role, I'm like, darn, like we were getting into such a good rhythm. And this is part of 
being a business owner, you know, when you um, hire awesome people, they will move on and grow because they're just awesome. And so they will move on because they are gifted at other things and they'll or they'll grow into other things. And so you have to know that's part of the process and not expect people to stay with you forever. You know, I know that I really was the type of person to after a year and a half anywhere, I was like, kind of ready to go now, kind of ready to do something new. So I can't be surprised when other people feel that way. But at the same time, I want everyone to stay with me forever. I hate starting over. So I um, need to do some hiring and that will also take place when we have some things more firmed up with childcare, which is coming. Hope is on the horizon. So that's what I'm planning to do for March. That's where I'm aiming for that. But in the meantime, in February, what I will be doing is because of the groundwork I did with content in um, January, not only do I have content, you know, to um, catch up on promoting, but then also my designer, of like my images, the look and feel, the website for Side Hustle Pro, Shirley T Design. So Shirley created some awesome templates that we can use. And, you know, I'm coming in hot. I'm back. This is 2022. It's a new season. And I'm ready to show you guys all the awesome, you know, different graphics that I have for the show. So I'll be able to share with my VA the social copy. I'll be able to to share, you know, how to swap in images and how to curate them in a way that have the look and feel that I like. Um, it's hard to let go sometimes of these kind of things because um, I don't want to call it perfectionist, but like when you're used to doing something, you start feeling like, hey, I'm the only one that can do it like this. But no, like just write it down. Just keep recording. Keep given notes when you see something that you kind of want to tweak and other people can get it. Like you, you're not a brain surgeon, like doing social media is not brain surgery. It's, it's, it's really okay. (laughs) It's really okay. Like you've hired phenomenal people, train them, let them do it, let them shine, let them rock because they're awesome too. So, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to putting that plan into, to action, like equipping, um, my team with what they need, to go ahead and um, schedule, create and schedule the the, um, promotion of the content now that the content is developed and continuing to be developed so that we can get ahead very, very soon. And what else? Um, But in between social media managers, I'm also using this time just to enjoy discovering new ways to promote my content. Um, I have tested out reels. I have tested out things on TikTok. But what I'm testing out now is like different apps that I like to use to create my reels. Like how, what, what kind of different fonts can I try? What kind of different transitions and, you know, speeding up, uh, slowing down can I try? Is, is Instagram reels the best thing to create or should I do TikTok first and just share it? Um, should I do these snippets that I'm using to promote on social media? Should I do them on YouTube also? Like these are things that I now have the space to explore and think through. And as someone who my background is social media marketing, I actually enjoy this stuff, you guys. What I don't enjoy is how hard the algorithm is. Um, I really, you know, it's it's gotten to a point where it's just ridiculous. I mean, you can't see what people post chronologically. You can't see what they post based on who you actually like. So it's like, what am I seeing it based on? <laughs> you know? So that part is frustrating as a creator because it's like, there are people who have shown that they interact with my content who are not seeing it. So who's seeing it and why? Like, I can't make reels all day, you guys. So anyway, that's just my cry out to the, you know the social media universe, (laughs) hear our cries, all right? And so that part is frustrating. Like you do put a lot of energy 
into creating this content. And then you also have to spend time like doing the algorithm research. And it's almost like chemistry class, you know, it's like, all right, you know, now that I've done and, and I'm exhausted from doing all of that, creating the content, creating the graphics, uh, you know, putting, putting the content into the, the graphic templates and all of that, coming up with the captions. Now I got to read up on how to get my content to be seen. What? Why? Why? So anywho, I, I do still enjoy this process and I do think that I'll get into a place where I will be winning at the algorithms again. And then they'll switch it up. But whatever, such is life. This is this is a part of the process. Everyone has their cross to bear. Anywho, once I have identified some new content forms that I want to stick with and the process that I want to stick with, like let's say I decide, okay, um, let's do 60 second snippets for each episode rather than the longer ones we've been doing. Let's always make them a, a reel or let's always make it a standard video on Instagram. Let's post it here first, then let's post it here. Let's put captions or let's uh, put a header with the question, whatever we decide once I have finalized some of those for at least this quarter or the, the first half of the year, I can rewrite my SOPs, my standard operating procedures for social. I can rewrite, you know, more about the voice and, and the captions and things that it should look and feel like. And then I should, I can re-record um, updated tutorials so that when I am ready to hire in March, once I've gone through the hiring process, the onboarding process can be quicker and easier. So that is part of the benefit of testing out and doing on your own, because when it's time to hire, you need to tell people how to be you. And there's no better way to do that than to take notes as you are doing, because it's really, really hard. Um, what they don't tell you about hiring is hiring is not just about finding someone who's good and weeding through resumes, getting on the phone, weeding through applications. Hiring is also about you. It's about holding yourself accountable and making sure that you have done the work to equip someone else to help you. And I can't say that I'm the best at that yet, but I continue to aim and work towards that because that's always what I want to do. I, I don't want to be the bottleneck. I don't want to be the thing that's holding people back from doing awesome work for me. I want to be able to give them everything they need, like every platform, like what do you need? Okay, go. Here it is. And go run. Um, I am a notorious macro manager. I'm not the person that needs to be on top of you. Like, show me every little thing you're doing every hour. No, I want to be able to give you what you need and then you run with it. And then we check in as needed. That that style might not be for everybody, but the way my life is right now, that's the style I prefer. And so I have to make sure that I am doing the work to equip people and to make it easy for people to help me. All right. So another business update is on the brand partnerships side. So I have been working towards doing more brand partnership campaigns, um, started out doing more, um, a little bit more in 2021. And now in 2022, it is a larger focus in my business. And here's why. So I would love to do more um, hosting, commentator slash um, guest appearance work on TV. And I, I consider myself a host. I'm a host of Side Hustle Pro Podcast. I'm a presenter 
beyond that, you know? So whether it is hosting um, a message for a brand on my social media pages, or whether it is hosting a segment on TV or on a YouTube show or on an online social media show, what have you, I am a host. And that in order to start viewing myself that way, I need to start practicing and doing more of this work. So once I started looking at brand partnerships that way, that has really helped me to think through who I want to partner with as things, you know, come inbound because I get a lot of inbound requests. And when you get those, you really always have to filter it through the lens of, okay, what value do I want to add to the world? And will this partnership help me to do that? So does this partnership add value to the people who listen to Sidehouse Approach to you guys? And so that's what I always aim to do, like share actual resources that I would use or that I do use, share opportunities, grants, things that you can apply for, um, programs, resources that I use in my business, resources that you can use in your business. All of those things are the lens through which I approach and view brand partnerships. They always have to make sense. And when people ask me about how to get sponsors on your show, that's the same thing you should be thinking about. Like the number one reason that a sponsor would reach out to you and want to work with you after they've gone through learning more about you is if your audience aligns with their message and their target customer. So that means that you have to know as much as possible about your listeners, about your customers. So that is why we do that work in the Side Hustle Pro Bootcamp. Episode two, I talked to you about how to find who is the right audience for your side hustle. And that is so important, not just so that you can create something and you're actually talking to somebody, but also when it's time to do a brand partnership so you can speak to them and say, hey, my audience is this. They live here. They're this age. They work here. Um, they like this. And so they can decide, oh, OK, that, that matches up. So that's my number one tip when it comes to getting brand partnerships and sponsorships. Know your audience. And um, that's a bigger focus in my business this year. So I'm looking forward to doing it more and working up to it. And can I just say that creating content creates a lot of opportunities for you? Because even if only two people liked your post, I guarantee you more people will see that content than you think. And that's because people will see that content, they'll make note of it, they'll bookmark it in their mind. As you create more content, they'll continue to observe. And at the right moment, at the right time, at the right opportunity, they will approach you. Someone will approach you because they see what you're doing. Even if they do not reach out to you, people see what you're doing. So I started creating a video podcast. I, I have to go back and like, look at my mindset at that time, exactly like when I knew to pull the trigger. I knew it was around the five-year mark, but I, you know, video was something people had asked me about before. I just never done it. And I finally decided to do it. And then, you know, I, I worked on a brand partnership recently where they actually had clip when I when when we sat down with each other, they had clips from my social media. You know, my before Shirley created her designs, her beautiful designs for me, I was putting together some designs on my own, my wonky designs. And they had those screenshot, okay? They had clips from my YouTube, which a YouTube video that might have 10 views on it. They had clips from it as an overall page about me and the research they had done on me. How crazy is that? You might think no one is watching. And then 
the most important person ever will come to you and they've been watching. That's what you need to think about. Don't look at those views. Don't worry if it's five views. Don't worry if it's five likes. Don't worry if it's one comment. You never know who or what or where that next opportunity is coming from. And if you are creating content, it's coming. Trust me, it's coming. So two more updates before I go on the business side. I'm looking forward to building out my team more on the social media management and the accounting and bookkeeping side of the business. Um, I'm also going to be working with a financial planner soon because I know that as I do more, I'll be making more. Um, it is, it's, it's very, very apparent and I'm ready to level up. I know that I don't want to just be making money for the sake of making money. Like I want to be working with someone who it will ensure that, you know, we're setting ourselves up for a path of legacy wealth building. Uh, it's very important to me. And I know that as entrepreneurs, we are, we're primed to do things ourselves. And with confirmation bias, we often listen to people who tell us we can do it all ourselves the most. Um, but we also have to explore uh, working with people who are experts in their respective fields. I know there are a lot of like, you know, scammers and things like that out there, but you have to weave through some of that because the value that you gain from actually working with someone who knows more than you when it comes to, you know, just ways as an entrepreneur to truly make sure that you are optimizing your money and you're, you're you know, doing the most that you can with it, then it, it's worth exploring that. So I'm looking forward to doing that. And um, I'm really looking forward to getting smarter about my money. I just feel like, I just feel like all the big guys do that, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I'm not going to spend the rest of my life working at a level where I think I need to do it all myself and that I think it's smart that I do it all myself because I'm not going to miss out on an opportunity to level up because I'm scared to trust. And in, in the past, that has been something that has definitely concerned me, especially when it comes to your money, right? Especially when it comes to bringing people in. It's been like, who do I trust? What do I do? I've heard people get robbed. I've heard people get scammed. Like, But that's where your smartness comes in. Your ability to to research, discern, and that's where you should use all of that brain power, not on necessarily doing it yourself, but in really, really doing a thorough due diligence background check and make sure you're picking the right people for your team and staying on top of them. You know, not just being like, oh, okay, you got it. You got my books. Cool. Like, no, having those meetings to check in, having those meetings to say, okay, is my money growing or could I have done this myself? Okay, well, maybe we don't need to work together. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that new phase of life, like really getting aggressive in the learning of wealth building Okay. And I'll keep you guys posted as much as I can on that front. Um, I've never been one to really be like, oh, this is how much I'm making. This is what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. Not because I want to hide it from people, but because, um, how do I want to say this? I, I, I come from a place and a background where people will rob you. <laughs> I always say this, but listen, I'm from Jamaica. I grew up in the Bronx. I'm never going to be one who's flossing like, oh, I'm making this, I'm making that. Like that just doesn't seem safe to me. That's just not how I grew up. Kudos to everybody who can do it. I I ain't your girl for that. But, you know, I'm happy to share with you the how, the how I do things, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, you know, you don't need to see how, how much is in my bank account. I don't, I don't think that's necessary. Is it? Y'all let me know. All right. So now final update. Let's talk about life. Let's talk about life. Um, so uh, Moyo and I, we're still juggling. 
this adorable little baby boy that we have. He's about to be two. I, I can't believe it. I know y'all probably can't believe it. I can't believe it. It feels like just the other day I was announcing I was pregnant <laughs> and now he's about to be two soon in a couple months. And I'm like, where is the time going? And he's been he's been home with us for the first two years of his life. How crazy is that? Now, I know some people do that anyway. You know, some people aren't into the whole paying for daycare or, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a hardship, which I understand him and, and I'm respectful of. And for me, what what I really wanted out of having him in like a program like that was more so the interaction, you know, um, especially being born into such a time. I've always just been like just wanting more of that for him, more of the interaction with other kids, you know, and we didn't live close to any of our friends with kids like everyone was like an hour drive away or so and even if we did live close to them, like everyone has just been so like um, more to themselves during this period. So, you know, we might go to a birthday party here or a birthday party there, but that regular interaction with kids, he just hasn't had. So that's really what I was looking for more than anything. Like, I don't think your kid necessarily needs to be in daycare before three, but I just really wanted to make sure that he had that interaction. So, um, it's looking like it will start at age two finally. So I'm really grateful for that. And, um, so I personally am still looking for a private chef. <laughs> I have tried out um, meal delivery services and things like that. And after a while, I just get tired of all of them. And, you know, I I think it, it can work. There's certain times where I'm in the mood and, I, you know, for, for doing that, like HelloFresh will come in clutch and they have some really good recipes. Um, but there are times where I just don't have the time to do it. Like, it's like I feel like I have to choose between spending two to three hours in the kitchen or working on my business and or, you know, working on some other area that I need to work on around the house or what have you. We just don't have the time. We're both so stretched. So I would love a private chef. I would love <laughs> um, some, some, a really good meal delivery service that switches it up where I don't have to cook nothing. Don't drop off any more ingredients at my house. Okay. Give it to me fully prepped, fully prepared in a dish and change it up. Cause you know, I get tired. I'm, I'm real funny like that. Um, so yeah, that, that, that would really help on the life front. I'll keep you guys posted because I think having those systems in place will help me to thrive. Your home life relates to your business life. So both go hand in hand. And so I'm working on the systems in our home life as well as the systems in my business. Um, we do have a cleaning service that comes in, which is nice to have that regular deep cleaning done so that, you know, that's not something that we have to worry about as much. Um, and then we outsource time at the grocery store. We use Instacart because again, who has the time? And, you know, not me, not me, guys. So with that, those are my updates for this quarter so far. I am looking forward to, you know, all of the things that I'm going to be working on this month and this quarter, you know, finishing out March and rounding out March. I look forward to giving you guys an update next quarter. And in the meantime, if you want to follow and try out my Goalgetter Action Plan system, go over to sidehustlepro.co slash goalgetter. That'll give you like the templates I use and how I think about, you know, breaking out the larger goal and then breaking it down into tasks and doing it at three month intervals at a time. You got a free workbook that explains all of that. 
that. So go over to sidehustlepro.co slash getter. I'll have it linked. And with that, I will talk to you guys next week. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other side hustlers just like you to find the show. And if you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Side Hustle Pro. Plus, sign up for my six-foot Saturday newsletter at sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter. When you sign up, you will receive weekly nuggets from me, including what I'm up to, personal lessons, and my business tip of the week. Again, that's sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter to sign up. Talk to you soon.